your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thursday, December 30th edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day. This is the daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez from PantherParkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You can follow the national show, Locked on AHL, and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. And thank you once again for making the Locked on Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And good afternoon to you, Florida Panther fans. It is a bonus Thursday episode of the Locked on Florida Panthers podcast. Of course, if you're seeing this release... Uh, later on in the day before the Florida Panthers take on the Tampa Bay Lightning in part three of the Battle of Florida for this 2021-2022 season. Um, I've been gone for a week, of course. If you are a subscriber to this show, uh, I did go on a vacation, um, and it was a great time to get away for a little bit. And of course, with no hockey, that kind of helped with everything. But I was on vacation, and it's great to be back. But a lot of things happened in between that I wanted to discuss about some updates related to the NHL and the Florida Panthers, where they were then, where we are now, and of course, World Junior Talk. We wanted, I wanted to really talk about World Juniors as well, uh, because I believe I owe it to you guys to discuss what's going on with the league and the Florida Panthers outside of what happened last night between the Florida Panthers and the New York Rangers. So I wanted to separate all of that. But the NHL, let's let's start first things first, is the NHL on December 26th, the day after Christmas, they implemented some changes reintroducing taxi squads and at that point, there were about already 50 games postponed um, throughout the entire NHL. And the anticipation was for the league to come back on December 26, which would have meant that the Florida Panthers would have taken on the Carolina Hurricanes in their first game, excuse me, 27th, which means the Florida Panthers would have taken on the Carolina Hurricanes in their very first game back from the what they say, holiday break, but this, in reality, it is a COVID break based on the new Omicron variant. And this is what the NHL and the NHLPA put out in a statement at the time on December 26th. It says, quote, the National Hockey League Players Association and the National Hockey League today announced agreement in temporary formation of taxi squads, as well as temporary changes to the CBA to address issues related to the ongoing COVID pandemic. And then it says a little bit, of cancellations and then the league and the NHLPA will continue to monitor test results and teams readiness to play over the coming days and weeks a variety of factors will be considered when assessing whether a game should be postponed 
including the number of players unavailable to a team due to COVID, risk of further COVID transmission within a team, a club's access to player from its minor league affiliate and positional roster issues that may arise due to player shortages. Among other factors, the health and safety of all players and club personal personnel remain the number one priority and games will continue to be postponed to the extent health and safety concerns warrant. Close quote. So one thing that the NHL and the Florida Panthers are already doing is that for media members, they are not allowing any media members to even be anywhere close to players. So you can't even see the Jameson Olives of the world or the David Dwarks or the George Richards of the world get anywhere close to the players as well. And everything is conducted uh, via Zoom as well for the players and the media. So nobody can get access to them. So it's kind of like last season all over again. And again, we don't know what this is going to look like even two months from now or even two weeks from now. The NHL has already backed out of the Olympics for the upcoming Olympics, which was the right thing to do because of the quarantine issues that would have happened in China had somebody tested positive. And, and, and what if another outbreak happened? There was one at the World Juniors where we'll discuss in the next segment, but the possibility of an outbreak is just just crazy to think what would happen and the the implementation of taxi squads is so what happened between the Florida Panthers in their game against the LA Kings does not happen again and that the Florida Panthers will be more prepared for something like that as well as far as taxi squad goes there hasn't been a single player added to the Florida Panthers taxi squad yet as of this recording at 2.02 p.m. on a Thursday. So the non-rosters, as far as that non-roster, like I said in the crossover with John Chick of Locked On New York Rangers when talking about the health and where the team stands, the Florida Panthers have been very fortunate as of right now when it comes to COVID because only two players are labeled as non-roster, one of them being Owen Tippett, even though he's been able to practice. I still don't get, and that Olio Levy is the other one for the Florida Panthers. But as far as taxi squad goes, Owen Tippett is not eligible to be part of the taxi squad for the Cats. Kobe Guy of Florida Hockey Now clarified uh, the Owen Tippett being on the taxi squad. He says he said in a tweet saying that. Owen Tippett is not eligible for the taxi squad because of playing 16 of the last 20 games uh, for the Florida Panthers. So because Owen Tippett is waivers exempt, the move is likely to send Owen Tippett to Charlotte if they need to create space and he's not, and he's officially off the COVID list. So nothing to confirm now whether he is going to be sent down or not it really depends on really the play of Max and Mammon if he can continue the play that he had before the shutdown so that is likely going to be a mixing and matching and Mammon as well is waivers exempt as well so does 
Tippett take his spot back, or does he not? That's something we discussed prior to the shutdown. Mason Marchment is a guy that that even before he got hurt against New York in November, he was a guy that you didn't want to take out of the lineup, playing on that left wing and uh, a big body forward that that Andrew Burnett and company like on this team, and that gives the other team the an intimidation factor. And really, once again, the good problems for the Florida Panthers to have on their roster. So updated some those are some updated um code protocols. More protocols is that the NHL and the NHLPA have agreed for uh to put a positive test for vaccinated players from ten days to five days that they can that the isolation period is reduced to five days if they show no symptoms and if they're fully vaccinated and that I'm not sure if it says that they need to be tested again. Nothing in here says that they have to be tested again, but what it's telling me is that the NHL is playing this little thing of copycat looking at the other leagues and seeing what they're doing and then implementing them as well. And the NFL has gone through that and the NHL is, shortly following after because the NHL, they don't want to cancel more games. They want these games to be played. They want to satisfy their partners, their TV partners. They want to satisfy the the team, the owners making money and all. So the isolation period being down to five is kind of saying, hey, we know you have a positive test. And after five days, if you're showing symptoms and if you look fine, go ahead, go out and play. That's what they're saying. That, that that's pretty much what the league is saying based on uh, the the new COVID protocols for the NHL and the Florida Panthers. So that's um, that, it, it's a little bit of a it makes me feel a little uneasy that people who might still test pot who still might be positive of COVID are gonna possibly be playing hockey games so that, that it makes it, that's the little bit of an uneasiness when it comes to all of this but we can't we can't deny neither that this is something that's still out there and i hope that whether it's an omicron variant or more variants that to come that we could be shortly at the end of this uh very soon in the next segment we're going to discuss the final results of Florida Panthers prospects as they played in the previous World Junior Championship that was unfortunately canceled due to COVID. So we'll discuss that and more on the next segment here on Locked On Panthers. Second segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast on this Thursday, December 30th, 2021, where the Florida Panthers are facing off against the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight at FLA Live Arena at 7 p.m. And before we get into the preview of tonight's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning, we got to talk about some World Juniors. We got to talk about some Panthers prospects. We got to talk about what happened with the World Juniors. And three three days of World Junior action happened, and all of a sudden, it's gone. It's not going to continue due to COVID outbreaks within multiple multiple teams because. 
the IIHF just confirmed just about 20 minutes before I started recording that multiple cases have gone through, were confirmed on Team Canada, Russia, Germany, Sweden, Slovakia, and the, U- the U.S. So multiple teams had positive cases, and multiple players have called out the IIHF as well. Um, so one of the players that called out the WIHF was the goaltender of Slovakia talking about how treating the players thinking that this was I'm paraphrasing thinking that this was just going to be normal putting people in hotels in the same hotel as someone with a wedding reception being exposed to others while the other tournaments were made were happening due to the changes that the IIHF were to make due to putting the players into a bubble and isolating them and continuing on with the tournament. But this was just a lack of preparation by the IIHF. And they canceled the women's tournament all around, but they were able to put the men's tournament together. And the whole thing with the IIHF is just bottom line as well. And with their bottom line being affected, they decided to continue to do the men's tournament, the juniors, but the women's tournament, they said no. But also, they didn't prepare properly for this. They, they just flat out didn't. Um, and in, in result, I, I don't think a lot of people don't, I, I don't think a lot of people realize this, that the World Juniors is an opportunity for many players who aren't drafted yet because the World Juniors is a mix of players who aren't drafted yet and who are too, still playing in college or in their junior team as well. But this is an opportunity for kids to possibly improve that draft stock or to increase their trade value too. For example, the Florida Panthers, former Florida Panthers prospect, Devin Levi, seventh round pick from the 2020 draft, improved his trade value based on his play at the World Juniors for Team Canada last year, making it all the way to the final, facing off against Spencer Knight in the U.S., even though uh, Devin Levi won the silver against the U.S., that, intruded, that increased his trade value right then and there. And that World Junior Tournament is the reason why the Florida Panthers didn't have to give up a higher draft pick for Sam Reinhart with the Buffalo Sabres. And that is an opportunity. That's just one example. And that's an opportunity to increase one's value, one's draft stock as well. And these kids are denied that. And as of right now, with the circumstances at hand, the, canceling the World Juniors was the right decision. But what wasn't right was the IIHF's preparation for the World Juniors. And that is where the IIHF fell short uh, when, it, when it came to the World Junior Tournament. And 
it, it's just not a great situation for for these kids who went through the camps, went through the travel just to get there in Red Deer and Edmonton, only to be told that they need to be sent home. And it was just just thinking that these were normal circumstances, which, in fact, this was anything but that. And it, it's just a shame, and I feel bad for the, the kids that competed in the World Junior Tournament. And speaking of the prospects and the kids, I want to put this time to talk about some of the Florida Panthers players who participated in the World Junior Tournament, and one that did not. Tyus Milanich, um, he was unfortunately not able to play a single game during the World Juniors. He suffered a leg injury in World Junior Camp, and he was, go- he was scheduled to return later into the tournament, so he did not play at all. Maki Samuskevich, um, who was playing on the third line for Team USA, got a goal, the second goal of the game in the, the USA's uh, first game. So, But then the COVID ho- outbreak happened with uh, the USA. They had two players test positive. They did not say who. And then their game against Switzerland were, were, was forfeited. So they took an L on that for, for a forfeit. And Justin Sordiff, he didn't uh, score at all for Team Canada, but he was also suspended for an illegal check to the head. Um, in their first after their first game, so sort of uh sort of a little out of control with that high hit to the head in their in Team Canada's first game. Um, and he would have been able to return when they played against Team Germany in in Wednesday, but that game did not even happen, where the World Juniors was uh canceled. Casper Puccio, um, of Team Finland. Uh, didn't record a single point and had a plus minus of two in, in both those games. Jacob Cause, a six round pick, the from 2020. Uh, he didn't also he didn't also record a point either. And Elliot Ekmark of Sweden, uh, did not record a point neither. So the Florida Panthers and their prospects, they um in little sample size action. Uh, only got one one goal out of Mackie Semoskevich, but uh, I'm excited to see Mackie um, next year at Michigan because right now he's playing in a bottom six role based on the logjam of talent at the University of Michigan, and likely you're going to see Mackie play top line minutes uh, next year when those players ahead of him sign their ELCs and make their way to the NHL or AHL for for their respective teams. So you're going to see Mackey move up one. So that's a really uh, exciting um, thing to see for the Florida Panthers and Mackey Samuskevich. And they got him at 24th overall. So that is just a thing of beauty for the Florida Panthers. Even though they made, made it to the playoffs last year, they, they challenged Tampa Bay. They were still able to get a prospect that's very very promising and john van viesbrook um who was actually named the gm of the u.s 
men's Olympic hockey team has last week has had his hand hands full already based on the short time that he's been officially named the the GM of USA hockey. So he's had um Beezer ho- hoping the best for him as he's able to just get through um this this tough time um with the World Junior Championship being being canceled and of course you got to feel bad for the players as well and uh Beezer's not done right <laughs> based on he still has to select a team to send to Beijing for the Olympics and it's crazy to think that with the World Juniors being canceled and NHL not going that they still have to field some type of team to send over there to Beijing and that's something that I hope that that gives that doesn't affect John Van Beesbrook's peace of mind even though it's going to anyway but I hope that he can do this job more at ease as they as the Olympic Committee and the IIHF get more clarification on what covid is going to look like when Team USA does travel to Beijing China for the Winter Olympics come February so but the women's side of things that's usually referred as the better tournament anyway they they will be probably more professional players there for the Olympics than the men's side so that's an for an endorsement on the women's game here's an endorsement uh, watch watch the women's game as well um for the winter olympics when they do come because you're going to see more of a better product on the women's side than you will see the men's side based on the situation at hand so you're going to see a better product uh there over in next month actually um crazy how we're almost in january and we're a month away from the winter olympics crazy to think after everything that has happened in just the last few weeks with the omicron variant uh spreading like it's nothing so that's an that's my endorsement for the women's game for each and every one of you to give yourselves an opportunity to watch the women's game as well in the next segment we're going to discuss tonight's battle of florida part three between the florida panthers and the tampa bay lightning tonight at FLA Live Arena. So keep it right here on Locked On Panthers, your first listen of the day. Battle Online has you covered all season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. Battle Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new des- updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. Third and final segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, where the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning will be facing off tonight at FLA Life arena and 
Kobe Guy of Florida Hockey Now has reported that the Florida Panthers have recalled Chase Prisky from Charlotte and have added him to their taxi squad. So that is the first player to be placed on the taxi squad for the Florida Panthers. And I have looked on AHL transactions um, and it is confirmed that Chase Brisky is the first player to be moved from Charlotte to the NHL team with the purposes of being on the taxi squad. So it's not a perfect system for the Florida Panthers and the NHL, but it does prevent that travel factor of trying to hurry on and get players from the AHL affiliate over to Sunrise. So I think this is more of a band-aid more than anything. And so this is where where the Florida Panthers are at when it comes to the taxi squad. That's the first player to be to be placed on the taxi squad for the Cats. Refreshing the page right now and no other players have been added. So as far as the game tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Tampa Bay Lightning are going through their fair share of COVID issues as well. Um, Andre Vasilevsky, their best goalie in the league, and Brian Elliott, their backup goaltender, are both in the COVID protocol right now. So the Tampa Bay Lightning are depending on of their players from down in the AHL and their third round pick from this pre previous draft, Hugo and now felt um sorry if I'm butchering that, um third round pick. He's played in both the AHL and the ECHL uh this season and they also just bring in another uh in Maxim Lagasse who was their goalie who played in their previous matchup on Tuesday against the Montreal Canadiens where the Tampa Bay Lightning came back and won that one. They went from zero points to two. So this is a great opportunity for the Florida Panthers to take advantage of what the Tampa Bay Lightning um are missing right now and the best goalie in the world right now. And th- those are the, the goalies are one of the one of six players missing. Um and they're also missing their head coach in John Cooper as well. So that's another opportunity for the Florida Panthers to take advantage. As of right now we don't have any updates based on if there are any Florida Panthers players who'll be added to the COVID list. Andrew Burnett will be speaking to the media today at approximately 4.45 to update not only which players might or might not be added to the COVID list because you never know what it's going to be this these days and who's going to be the starter in goal for the Cats. Um, we don't know if it's going to be Spencer Knight or Jonas Johansson because right now the Florida Panthers are carrying three goalies on their roster. 
So the Tampa Bay Lightning, though, they did get back Braden Point, who was just activated off LTIR for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And what what do you know? Uh, he scores uh gets three points, uh, two goals off six shots. So the the superstar center for the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, does it again. And he, the, he's been a player who's killed the Panthers over the years. Uh, best, way, best way to put it. Um, and with the players missing, the coach missing, though they got one of their stars back, this is an opportunity for the Florida Panthers to really challenge the young goaltenders of Tampa Bay Lightning with them missing Vasilevsky due to COVID protocols. The Florida Panthers have been healthy for the most part coming back from COVID, but you just never know who's going to be in and who's going to be out. This is going to be like a day-by-day basis. And by the time this comes out and you're listening to this after Andrew Burnett does speak to the media at 445, we might have more updates based on who's going to be in COVID protocol and who's not going to be in COVID protocol. So the Florida Panthers, hey, they uh, they found a way to win yesterday, and we saw what this team is capable of being with a full lineup. And hey, hopefully we have another full and healthy lineup going into tonight's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So tomorrow's episode we will be recapping the game against the tampa bay lightning as we will be completing three matchups of the four this season between the two state rivals so we get to see a little bit of how these two teams match up before playing their final regular season matchup will which will be in sunrise florida on april 24th uh later on in the season so they finish all of their matchups in tampa and then after tonight's game they'll have one more against the state rival tampa bay lightning so if you like what you're hearing please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the lockdown florida panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed make sure to subscribe to lockdown nhl and the crosscheck nhl show with andrew berkshire and mary clark will be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And now for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Lockdown Bets, your one-stop shop for all things betting. Lockdown Bets, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms, so subscribe to the Lockdown Bets podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day.